There's actually an exclusion for capital gains, and it's a special thing that you need to pay to get. But this is something that we're going to be doing. And tell us why. For any gains that you incur while you're in Puerto Rico, uh, you don't have any taxes. And so capital gains tax uh, typically is a 20% plus there's uh, an additional 3% surcharge. So 23% for a lot of us making high incomes. Uh, And so that goes down to zero. So there's no question that that's something we're going to take advantage of. And we've always wanted to do other things. We've talked about uh, asymmetric risk reward opportunities. What that means is that you take money that you have set aside that you you don't need to live on. You take that money uh, and you invest it in asymmetric risk reward opportunities. And, And what that means is that the reward far outpaces the risk. And so that is a great way for you to take a huge step up in wealth uh, and something that we've been wanting to do. And so this will be a great opportunity for us. And, and not having to pay the capital gains is even sweeter because you can take up an even bigger step up in wealth uh, when you hit those gains. This week's podcast is sponsored by our course, Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals. Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals is a 10-week online course focused on helping physicians and high-income earners go from knowing little to nothing about real estate investing to confidently buying the cashflowing rentals that will allow them to achieve financial freedom and work in medicine or their day jobs on their own terms. Our course is only open to registration twice a year, so be sure to get on the waitlist at semiretiredmd.com and check out the course details on our course landing page. Have you ever dreamed of owning a vacation home? What if it could double as an investment property that makes you money and helps you save on taxes? Our new course, Accelerating Wealth, Short-Term Rental Blueprint, will teach you how to purchase and set up your short-term rental the right way. Learn more about the course at semiretiredmd.com slash str hyphen course. Welcome to the Doctors Building Wealth Podcast, the place where we talk about the strategies, habits, and mindset that separate wealthy docs from those who are not. We're your hosts, Leiti and Kenji. Welcome to another episode of Doctors Building Wealth Podcast. Today, Kenji and I are going to be talking about our big move to Puerto Rico in 2022. And we're really excited to share with all of you all of our thinking behind making the move and all of the things we're excited about doing in Puerto Rico and and how we've made it happen over the last several months. So with that, let's dive right in and talk about Puerto Rico. So why Puerto Rico, Kenji? Yeah, so uh, I think the first reason it's taxes, 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 right? So uh, you may have heard us say this before, but one of my biggest stressors was buying enough properties to shelter all of our income. That was what we did in 2021. It was a big growth year. Uh, we doubled our portfolio, uh, and but it involved a lot of evaluating deals, searching for deals. Uh, and, uh, and and we made some major purchases. Yeah, I want to highlight that. So for all the deals we bought, there were many, many behind the scene deals that we did not buy. And that's just a life of being a real estate investor and a real estate investor in a hot market where there are 
lots of deals, but they're not all great deals. And so I remember how many weeks that we'd be literally in between meetings for semi-retired MD, looking at multiple deals at once, trying to decide and having conversations. And so the amount of work that went into just finding the deals that we ended up purchasing in 2021 was pretty astronomical. Yeah. And I just didn't want to buy bad deals. Right. And so when you have this kind of pressure to buy uh, there, there, there's a good chance that you're going to lower your criteria. Right. And something we teach all the time is that don't change your criteria. And I didn't want to have to change the criteria and I wasn't going to. So it was like this pressure to go buy hot market, like you said, uh, and not wanting to compromise on our criteria. And so those combination of things really was uh, very, uh, you know, I don't want to say the word stressful, but at the end of the day, it was, it was stressful. And for some of you out there who are wondering, like, how are we even, how are we sheltering or how have we been sheltering our income um, from taxes the last, basically we did it for seven years. Just go check out this article on real estate professional because Kenji has that status and that allowed us to buy enough properties to be able to shelter our income from other sources. Originally that was clinical income. And then it shifted over time to be semi-retired MD income. Um, And so what that meant was that we were constantly buying properties in order to get enough bonus depreciation to shelter that income. Um, And so that has been kind of a treadmill feel for the last few years. And so we're excited to get off that treadmill and actually be able to have cash now, which is something that we have been cash poor this last year because every dollar that came in really needed to go back into our real estate portfolio. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about reps, uh, real estate professional status, uh, we do have a free guide. So you can get that at semiretiredmd.com forward slash R-E-P-S guide. And I want to give you a few kind of deep dives into the tax structure in Puerto Rico, just so some of you understand exactly what we're going to be doing. So corporate tax is 4% in Puerto Rico. And so we are moving and starting a new company in Puerto Rico and that corporate will be paying that 4% corporate tax rate. In the meantime, we will continue to purchase properties in the US and that'll help shelter our real estate income that comes from our properties right now, as well as continue to build up additional losses that we won't need because all our other income is going into Puerto Rico and those losses will start to build up and create a huge tax shelter for if and when we ever come back to the US. Yeah. And and just so you guys know, we did check with all of our professionals. We had uh, tax accountants uh, in the US. Uh, we had our lawyers. Uh, they all looked into it and they, they came back to the same conclusion that we had, which is this is a no brainer. So number two is the community in Puerto Rico. We are so excited. I can't even describe it because I have really always wanted to have kind of a communal living situation where our kids were outside playing with other kids where there were there was a community that was getting together all the time. I, what I don't want in my life is everyone goes home, gets home from work, stays in their house with their with their nuclear families and doesn't hang out. And that was one thing I really loved about Hawaii was the more of the community atmosphere. And I would say Puerto Rico has to some extent maybe even more of that. Yeah, it's a really uh, amazing place. And uh, the way it works in Puerto Rico is that there are actually a number of different communities. They call them bubbles. Uh, This is where all the entrepreneurs go to live. Uh, And they're essentially kind of these big, huge gated communities uh, where uh, the entrepreneurs gather. They can't go anywhere else, right? They're on the island. So they all hang out together. It's, It's really an incredible thing. So when you have a party, right? It's like everybody shows up. Uh, and that's something that I, I love. You know, I've lived in places like New York, where it's like, you have so many different groups of friends. Uh, whereas in 
Puerto Rico, it's like you have basically one group of friends and we all kind of like spend time together. And what I was really remarkable was just the type of people that we were spending time with. I mean, these are people that many of you probably know because they're 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 out there, they're uh, public figures, uh, and you are just literally just hanging out with them uh, all the time. Uh, and so that, that was one, one thing that I really loved about that community. Yeah, I want to just give you a little bit more detail for those of you who maybe listen down the road and say, hey, I want to consider this as well. So there are some main communities. There's Dorado. There are a lot of people who actually live in San Juan mm-hmm. in areas like um, Puntos Las Marias or Condado. And there are people living over in the Rio Grande area. And then there are people living down in Palmas del Mar. And we're going to be living in Palmas del Mar. And part of the reason for that is just the close tightness of everyone in that community. Um, They are all truly in a bubble. uh, Whereas in San Juan, you can go out and you can meet with other people. It's, it's a lot more like there's a lot more happening, but in Palmas, it's just a community and that's what's happening. And so we really like that, that feel to be able to have the closeness. And when we were down there uh, checking it out in right around Christmas time, we actually got invited to multiple parties. So we were new, new people in the community going to multiple parties. We had somebody take us into the club where all, you know, the pool is and the gym and to show us around and just people, Oh, we took my, our daughter took free surfing lessons with one of the fathers there who teaches all the kids in the community on Fridays. That's it just felt like, Everyone is hanging out. Everyone is exchanging ideas. Everyone knows each other. And we wanted that experience for our kids growing up and then also for ourselves to be around entrepreneurs. So one of our friends, actually, who is considering moving to Puerto Rico, has said that the community is really about brain dump. And Kenji, can you explain what she meant when she said that? Yeah, so it's the opposite of brain drain. So there are places where the young entrepreneurs, you know, they leave because uh, they want to seek opportunities elsewhere, right? Whereas Puerto Rico, it's like brain dump. People, entrepreneurs, you know, the greatest mind, they all kind of gather there. They come there. uh, And a lot of them are drawn uh, by the tax benefits. Though one of the people that we met uh, who was there, he, he said, I would actually be here even if if if, uh, if if I were paying taxes, like and be, just because he loved the community, he loved Puerto Rico, and that was a big contributor to why we decided to move to Palmas del Mar was him saying that because he's lived in Europe, he's lived all around the world, and for him to say this is the best community I've ever been in, no you know no holds bar, and I would pay to stay here. It's it was a pretty incredible thing for somebody to say, and it really helped convince us. Yeah, I can't tell you in such a short amount of time how many different WhatsApp groups that we've we've been uh, thrown into or we've been uh, invited to. And so, uh, what these WhatsApp groups are is that you can create a WhatsApp group for anything. Uh, you know, like there's like a Monday soccer, or there's a you know uh, we talked about surfing for kids on Friday, right? Free surf lessons on Friday, and so you can be part of these uh, groups, WhatsApp groups, and then they invite you. Uh, and he said everybody is included. Uh, it's such a wonderful community. So reason number three that we're moving to Puerto Rico is really this concept of proximity is power. And this is a concept that Tony Robbins talks about a lot, which is you are the average of the five people that you hang out with most. And one of the things that this community that we've talked about offers is a community of entrepreneurs who are pushing the envelope, who are trying new things, who are innovating, who are building businesses. Um, A lot of them already have successful businesses. That's why they've moved to Puerto Rico for the tax savings, but they're also building them. And just to be around those kind of ideas, uh, even ideas that are not even in the same area as what we're building our business in, 
those ideas, learning about different industries, learning about norms that are happening in different industries offers us such an opportunity to take things that are happening in other places, learn about them and apply them to our own business. Yeah, to give you an example, uh, there's a there's a large crypto community there. It makes sense. And we'll talk about capital gains, but there are no capital gains there. So crypto, you know, all these crypto uh, people are there, experts are there. So the question is, just because that proximity, is it likely that we're going to be doing some crypto? I think so, Very right? Much, so, yeah. right. So that's that's what we mean by proximity is that when you surround yourself with people that are doing different things, it's likely that they're going to influence you, uh, and in good ways. And so, like I said, they're, they're these are all people that are doing some big things. Uh, we were over uh, at uh, Entrepreneur on Fire, right? This is a one of the top podcasters went over his house uh, and spent uh, spent uh, you know an afternoon with him. It was really cool. And so again, this is the type of proximity that we will have, uh, and. And how many people are on the wait list to get into Puerto Rico? You had mentioned about 8,000 entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's what we've been told is there are 8,000 entrepreneurs who have already filed the paperwork to move their companies to Puerto Rico. Um, so there really is a frenzy of people heading in there. And so I, I know our community is just going to continue to grow and grow and um, to be even dramatically different a year from now. Yeah. And who else is there? It is Sunny Smith is there. Yes. So uh, she also made the move uh, for tax reasons. Uh, and so it's uh, it's it's been uh, really great. And even the short time that we were there, we actually spent a lot of time with her. Yeah. And as many of you know, we uh, do a lot of Tony Robbins events and there are actually 50 people on that WhatsApp group mm -hmm. of people in the Tony world who are platinum partners like us who are already there. So it, it does truly feel not only the proximity is power, but we already have the community of friends. It's just a, a really just plug and play, which is pretty remarkable. This week's podcast is sponsored by our course, Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals. Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals is a 10-week online course focused on helping physicians and high-income earners go from knowing little to nothing about real estate investing to confidently buying the cashflowing rentals that will allow them to achieve financial freedom and work in medicine or their day jobs on their own terms. Our course is only open to registration twice a year, so be sure to get on the waitlist at semiretiredmd.com and check out the course details on our course landing page. This episode is brought to you by Dan Peck of Caliber Home Loans. If you're an experienced investor, you'll know just how important it is to have a lender who knows how to work with investors. Now, we've been working with Dan and his team for over five years now, and he's our go-to whenever we need a residential loan for our investment properties. Now, if you're new to investing, you might not know this, but your lender can sometimes be the difference between getting a great deal or completely missing out on it because your lender couldn't close a deal. Now, I did want to point out that Dan can help you not only with your investment properties, but also if you're looking to buy a primary residence or a vacation home. So the next time you're looking for a residential lender, be sure to email Dan at semiretiredmd at caliberhomeloans.com to get a free consultation. The next reason is about the outdoors. So Kenji and I really love nature. Um, it's really, I mean, there's nothing we love more than going and hiking. And actually, I was raised in a community in Papua New Guinea and in the Pacific Islands where I was always outside, always playing as a kid, didn't have a whole lot of oversight. I built up confidence from that. I'm very convinced because I was literally climbing trees by myself um, at a very young age. And so it means a lot to us to have our kids out there in nature being active, you know, to have that security of knowing that they can go outside and play with other kids. And we really actually don't need to worry about it at all because it's in this community that 
is a, made up of people we know. And so one of the parties we went to in uh, around Christmas time, literally our kids went and hung out with some other kids in a different room. And like, we could be hanging out, talking to other business owners. And I didn't stress about it. I knew this is a community where everyone watches out for each other's kids. And it's not like you don't know what's going on. And so that gave me a lot of security, not only that our kids are going to get more exercise, be outside, but also that that they're going to be safe. Yeah. And I remember our first daughter, uh, when she was one year old, we went to Australia and uh, we put her on, it was a field of grass. We just put her on the grass and she had never seen grass before because we were living in Seattle. Right. And, and it was like January. And so it had right. been like, you know, five months that you're indoors because it's raining all the time. Right. Right. So there was such a, such a big contrast that that's not what we wanted for our kids. We wanted to them to know what grass feels like and what it is. And, and so uh, this is going to be an amazing opportunity because they're going to be able to, like we talked about surfing on Fridays, uh, they're going to be uh, able to kind of uh, play with a lot of other kids outdoors. Uh, and so that's, again, something that we really wanted for, for our kids, but also for us, we, we love the outdoors. Like you yeah. Said. And we literally have a beach in front of us. So mm-hmm. every single day we can be out walking on the beach and, uh, and Kenji's taken up beach running the mm-hmm. last uh, year. You've been doing a lot of that. So this yeah. is a perfect location for us to make sure that we're getting outside. We're getting exercise every day. Um, and the beach is just so calming. Yeah. The next one is capital gains. So you heard Kenji allude to, there's actually a, an exclusion for capital gains. And it's a special thing that you need to pay to get. Um, But this is something that we're going to be doing. And tell us why, Kent. Yeah. So what this is, is that uh, for any gains that you incur while you're in Puerto Rico, uh, you don't have uh, any taxes. And so capital gains tax uh, typically is a 20% plus there's uh, an additional 3% surcharge. So 23% for a lot of us making high incomes. Uh, And so that goes down to zero. And so anything that you make, uh, so let's say in crypto, let's say you uh, sell, uh, buy shares in a startup uh, that's that, that, that goes out in an IPO and you sell it, uh, any of that capital gain is tax-free and that's huge. And so there's no question that that's something we're going to take take advantage of. Uh, and we've always wanted to do other things. We've, uh, we've talked about uh, asymmetric risk-reward opportunities. What that means is that you take money that, you know, you, you have... Set aside that you know you don't need to live on. Uh, it's just extra money. You take that money uh, and you invest it in asymmetric risk reward opportunities. And, and what that means is that you know it's it's higher risk, but it can be a huge reward, right? And the reward far outpaces the risk. Uh, and and so that is a great way for you to step up, take a huge step up in wealth, uh, and something that we've been wanting to do. And so this will be a great opportunity for us. And and not having to pay the capital gains is even sweeter because you can take up an even bigger step up in wealth uh, when you hit those gains. Yeah, I'm really excited to be learning about something mm-hmm. new and applying it. And then just the amount of crypto fund managers <laughs> in Puerto Rico is pretty insane. And so I know we're going to have some of the brightest minds to learn from. And, and it's just going to be a, a different diversification play. And and like Kenji mentioned, it's going to be high risk. So it's going to be money we're willing to lose. But I think that there is a lot of fun to be had and a lot of learning to be had as we uh, ex- expand ourselves and, and what we know how to invest in. So I'm very excited for that. 
And then finally, our sixth reason is that it's a great home base for us who are digital entrepreneurs. So <laughs> we've been we've been wanting to uh, be digital nomads, and we started last August doing that, where we were just traveling. And this move to Puerto Rico really allows us to continue to travel extensively. So the rules are that you need to be in Puerto Rico for basically five months a year if you're going to be out of the U.S. at least 30 days. And if you're not going to be out of the U.S for 30 days and you need to you need to be there over in Puerto Rico over six months a year. And there are a couple other potential ones, but those are not the loopholes we're going to be using. So I'm just going to cover these two pot potential loopholes. And for us, we really wanted to be in Europe a significant amount of time. And what this allows us to do is still be in Europe for a significant amount of time, still do our five months minimum in Puerto Rico. And we'll probably do more than that because I again, community, all the other reasons we're excited to really move and be residents of Puerto Rico. Um, so we'll probably be there more than that, but we actually have the freedom to be able to live this digital nomad life, continue to live it while having a home base. Yeah. And there's something nice about having a home base. I mean, we have, right now we have all of our stuff in storage and there are a number of things that I wish I had. Um, but, but again, it's just because you know, we've been traveling light uh, and it's inefficient to, you know, to haul everything all around. So, so what this allows to do is that, okay, we're going to go to Europe and it's uh, let's say winter time. And then we can take our winter gear, right? We don't have to travel around to summer locations with winter gear. That's one example of, of, of being inefficient with your travel. And so uh, having that home base will allow us to recharge uh, and where else, uh, it, you know, I can't think of a better place to recharge than in the Caribbean. Uh, and not to mention all the cool islands that mm -hmm. are like, literally we could island hop to other Caribbean islands, uh, even on a weekend, because it's such a short flight, right? Mm -hmm. It's just literally right there. We can go like on a Friday and come back on a Monday or whatever. We can do that regularly. And so uh, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for us. Uh, and uh, I'm really, really excited about that. I'm actually really excited to also go places like New York. Uh, Kenji mm -hmm. and I are really, we both kind of grew up in the East Coast. And so we love East Coast falls and mm -hmm. springs. And we out in the Pacific Northwest haven't been to the East Coast very much. Much. And so this is now our opportunity with all the nonstop flights to big major metropolitan areas on the East Coast, because there are so many people who are actually living and working in, or sorry, I should say working in New York mm -hmm. and living in Puerto Rico and running their businesses in New York and flying there frequently. So there are some pretty incredible nonstop flights that are super cheap to some of these major areas on the East Coast. So I'm excited to take advantage of that and spend more time on the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. Well. For, the, for those who don't know, I mean, when you live in Seattle, like everything does feel far and especially the East Coast feels far. But like you said, uh, all the direct flights there and all the, all the people, um, the entrepreneurs who are traveling between those big cities and Puerto Rico. So uh, that's why there's so many flights between them. So yeah, very accessible. So I'm really excited about that as well. And finally, I wanted to cover why, uh, how Kenji and I made this decision. As I mentioned, like I woke up in the middle of the night and said, Hey, we have to do this. And, you know, there was a lot of fear there, right? I could definitely feel it. Uh, we both identified like this, just this feeling of uneasiness and that's that, that fear part. And it's a fear of like, are we making the right decision? What about all the things that need to get hap happen to get there? You know, are we going to regret this? And one thing that kind of got us through that, because, well, first of all, we know that fear is a sign that it's just a normal thing that's there when you're growing. And so we didn't let that stop us. That was number one, but also realizing that we can figure out that how, you know, it's, it's not something that it, that nobody's figured out before. Lots and lots of people have figured it out. 
And also this is a three-year plan. You know, this could be a five-year plan. This could be a 10-year plan. I don't know. But the fact is you have the freedom to make changes like this and it doesn't have to be forever. And so always realize that even when you're feeling fearful about making a big decision, you can always change it a year from now. And so I think those things were, were allowed me to work through that initial uneasiness that I really felt for a couple of weeks after we had made that decision. And you know, now that's gone because we made the decision, we got all the paperwork done, we're doing it. But just so you guys know, that is a normal sensation and we had it too. Yeah. And Tony calls it the tyranny of the how. And this goes into all aspects of your life, even you know, real estate investing, especially. It's like, how do I do this? And so what you don't want to do is you don't want to get stuck in the how. What you want to do is establish like, okay, what is it that I want to achieve and why, right? Those are the important questions. And so for us, as you could hear, right, we talked about the what, we talked about the why, why we want to do this. And that's what pulled us into figuring out the how. The how we figured out, we knew we could do it. Uh, and so for any of you making uh, any of these difficult decisions, Focus on that what and the why, and don't get stuck in the how, because that's what leads to analysis paralysis, and you get stuck and you don't move forward. And we look forward to hosting a lot of you at meetups in Puerto Rico, and I'm sure there are going to be a lot of people visiting for vacation purposes. And you know, who knows, down the road, maybe we'll even host a retreat in Puerto Rico. So I think there's a lot of opportunity, and I know we're going to continue to see a lot of you in the community uh, in Puerto Rico. So that wraps up the reasons that we're moving to Puerto Rico in 2022. Uh, if you got a lot of value out of this episode, please share it with your friends. Please subscribe to this podcast, Doctors Building Wealth, and also leave us a five-star review. Make sure you check out Semi-Retired MD online. We have free communities like Semi-Retired Physicians where you can go and Spend time around like-minded people who are pushing themselves to try new things, to build new real estate portfolios. Um, and we're in there a lot as well, answering questions. So we look forward to getting to know all of you guys, both in the U.S. and, and in Puerto Rico. Uh, if maybe some of you are actually our neighbors listening to this, actually. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you in the next episode. The Doctors Building Wealth podcast provides information only and does not provide any financial, legal, tax, medical, or psychological services or advice. You are responsible for your own financial, physical, mental, and emotional well-being, decisions, choices, actions, and results. You should contact a professional if you have any specific questions about your unique situation.